This is BFF. But first, Faith. What's up, you guys? We are back. Sorry we had a little few day hiatus and now we're late but we were just like so dead and exhausted this entire weekend and we just couldn't get it in us I, to record. I know I actually have I feel like this can go into my low let's just start off with the highs and lows All right, because have at it. my low is that I this weekend yeah we had a Halloween party on Saturday which was fun but um I was planning on getting back on track working out Monday morning like I like to start off my week and I swear I set my alarm for seven I set two alarms actually 7 15 and 7 20 and then I didn't wake up until 8 15 and then Matilda texts me and is like is it daylight savings and I was like no and even (laughs) if it was your iPhone would adjust (laughs) I didn't say is it daylight savings I was like I felt like it was daylight savings because of my phone (laughs) but did you look and like were they set for they were set and I have this new because I updated my iPhone and the new thing is like it counts down um how many hours of sleep you're gonna get. Do you have that I where hate you can that. put Yeah <laughs> That's not okay with me. <laughs> you can put down your everyday alarm and that one just doesn't work. So that was my low Dang. was just not my Monday wasn't off to a good start. But what yeah. was yours? Um I feel like I've talked about this a lot, maybe just like in person, but I guess I mentioned it in our most recent video, our like fall routine. But my car got broken into last week, and I feel like I've just, like, talked about it so much that I'm numb. Like, I don't even care anymore. (laughs) But I was so mad because they took my work bag, and it had all my makeup in it and, like, this bag of gift cards that I had and my credit cards and all this stuff, and it was just very frustrating. But things are back on track. I bought some makeup at TJ Maxx because trying to save money, and they had a lot of good stuff, you guys. Like, they literally had NARS products and... Anastasia, I think, or no, I just made that up. That's a lie. Like Stila, <laughs> well, all these got, good brands. Didn't you get? Where was the Laguna Bronzer from? Marshalls? Yeah, or? Marshalls or TJ okay. Maxx, same sort of thing. But oh my gosh, you guys, like TJ Maxx is probably my happy place. <laughs> like Disneyland is not the happiest place on earth. Oh, it's TJ well, Maxx. Sure. And then what was your high for this week, Matilda? My high was hanging out with you. No. Um, Wait, so, actually, yeah, on Sunday, Steph and our other roommate. Taylor and I went to, we just kind of had a day together, Um, and I feel like it was a very chill Sunday. We went to CPK, California Pizza Kitchen, which our other roommate despises now, but we, we still love it. It reminds me of our childhood days, and I don't know, it was just fun hanging out together and having fun combos and stuff. Yeah, she got so sick feeling afterwards. She's like, oh, I swear I have food poisoning from CPK. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I just like it because it's nostalgic or if it's actually great food, but like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's quality food, but it's more so just reminds me of being a kid and getting the like kids meals and yeah. the brownie sundaes and stuff. I remember Matilda had, I think it was like her 12th or 13th birthday yeah. at CPK. It was so fun. Like Her mom playing the whole thing. I think it might have been a surprise. It was a surprise yeah. because I also dropped my mom's phone in the toilet that- oh. Birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember her mom brought like Jenga and all these games. Yeah. We were probably the most obnoxious people. Like, I remember playing Jenga with 15 little girls at CPK. Like I bet there's someone on a date. Like can these people shut up. I but, know. You know. That was amazing though. Okay, what was your high? Um okay, two different things. First of all, the other day we went to the farmers market in Brentwood. Yeah. Is it Brentwood? Okay, yeah. Literally the cutest area ever. Like Oh my gosh, I just love it. The cutest houses, just so many people walking their dogs with little kids with strollers. It's just such a good vibe. And we went there 
got we both got a new necklace which was fun they had a really sweet vendor lady and well they got, i got earrings on a necklace oh, so oh yeah sorry sorry <laughs> and then we got some samples it was a great time and then my other high is today we got this package from zach's sweet <gasps> shop which is my friend from college Ooh. he's a baker and we ordered from zach's sweet shop because like we funded the kickstarter or whatever so we got a voucher for that Oh my gosh, like mint chocolate truffles, cookie butter Oreos. You guys have to go online right now. Is it his, is his, his, is his <laughs> website just ZachSweetShop.com? I think what? so. Okay. Or if you just like Google ZachSweetShop. Yeah, you oh should. my gosh. That, I can't believe I forgot about that high. We've been looking forward to this package for weeks. Too, oh yeah. Or maybe not weeks, like a week, but it really made my day. So now into the actual topic. We want to talk about social media and how it affects our lives, specifically our relationship with God and the people around us and if we think that it I mean I think it has the power to spread the message of the gospel but do we're gonna dive into if we think it's doing that or on the other end of it if it's just taking away from our time with God so um do you want to kick us off or any well one question I wrote down I want to know how many hours a day you think you spent on your phone did I write this question down don't call me out as a liar I just (laughs) it was a smooth transition okay this question Matilda wrote down because you asked me to kick it off so then if I ask your question okay okay I wrote it down guys so basically we were wondering how many hours each other spends a day on their phone and I'm trying to I don't know if my phone's in here but I want to see if we can see on the screen time thing yes okay so funny because do you remember the other day when I randomly asked you um how many hours you guess that I spend I think a I day? guessed 45 and you're like no I wish but then I don't think 45 I got the minutes answer. yeah yeah, yeah. Right? okay uh, no, 45, 45 hours a day. <laughs> um, so it's funny because now that I started working, I feel like I don't use my phone that much, but I was wrong because according to my app or the settings, it said three hours and 30 okay. minutes or something. I wonder if that's like Spotify though at work. You know? I know. That's so true. Also, oh my gosh, you guys, right now Spotify is having a deal. You just like claim it and you get a free Google Home Mini. What? I know. I was going to get it today, but you can't get it if you're on the student plan. So I had my boyfriend get it for me because he's not on the student plan. Oh. So literally, it's like a legit thing. You just go to the website and claim it. That's not sponsored. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, screen time. Yeah. Do you know how many hours you spend? I don't know. And I don't know where my phone is. But Well, that's a good thing that your phone's not with you. Yeah. No, I do think I've definitely spent a lot or nowadays spend a lot less time on my phone when I'm working. But on the weekends, like I'll use my phone a lot. And I definitely would say... I'm addicted to it. Like, I think it used to be a lot worse, but if I don't have my phone on me, I would feel really weird. Yeah. I feel like you've gone through waves, because I remember when you used to use your phone so, so much, and I don't think it's as bad now, but I'm guilty of it, too. I think I've gotten worse, to be honest. Really? Well, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's because your job is in social media, so now you have to be more aware, but, like, I don't know. Yeah, that is Do you think if you didn't have your phone or other electronics for a week, you would spend that time reading the Bible or praying or worshiping or anything like that? Or would it just kind of be allocated to other activities? I do. I really think I would. I love reading and I will oftentimes not because I'm on my phone and then I don't have enough time to read, which is my own fault. Um, but I think if I didn't have my phone, I would for, for certain be reading more. I think and, that's true for me yeah. too. Sorry to no, 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 off. No, no. I don't know. But yeah, like, I don't know. I, I do like reading, but it's just... Whenever I, like, potentially think about reading a book, I'm like, oh, but I could be on my phone right now, which is so annoying, and I hate that I have that thought, 
But and it's just for me, it's that my phone's so much more addictive because yes. I can read a couple pages and then go do something else versus my phone. I'm on it and then I'm like, wait, I've been on this for an hour. How did that happen? And I think it's because it's like instant gratification. Like the moment I go on whatever app, I'm like so excited by it. But when you're reading, it takes a little bit to get in. And once you're in the zone, you know, it's so great and exactly. addicting and fun. But like, that's I don't know. such a good point. You have to be in the narrative and then it gets going versus your phone is just like right there I know. everything's happening at once have you ever tried to do a social media cleanse or a phone cleanse or anything yeah for not a super long period of time I didn't have or I went an entire day entire day that sounds so stupid <laughs> no but, I'm impressed um, I it wasn't just like I wasn't looking at my phone like I literally didn't have my phone and hit it for I don't know if you remember this in college it was for a class thing because oh. I had to tell you beforehand what time to meet and where to meet and I think I do remember this. it wasn't even like I used my phone a little bit to tell people where to go I just didn't have my phone all day for maybe 48 hours or 24 so hours two, yeah yeah I, I don't know. know if it was two days but um so I did that and then I've I don't know I've done other things where it's been like shorter periods of time right um what about you well my roommate last year Jess she used to every Sunday not use her phone for the entire day and I think that's so cool especially on Sunday like keeping it the Lord's Day things like that but she literally so she would go to church Sunday mornings and it was at some random church in LA super far from where we lived at the time so she would literally like print out directions the night before from like MapQuest or whatever and like I love she had some separate alarm clock that she would use it was very dedicated no phone and I thought that was so cool and I do want to try doing that but it's just so hard like I don't know. I just love... It's not even social media so much for me anymore. I mean, obviously, I'm still addicted to it, but it's texting people. Like, I just love communicating with people over text, and I know you're more of a phone call person. Yeah. But that's just how I stay in touch with people, I feel like, and even friends from back home. Like, I just love randomly reaching out to people. You are really good at texting and making that a relationship versus... Yeah, I talk on the phone all the time. Like, I always my family I call Steph even though she doesn't answer and then she texts me back <laughs> but... I hate phone calls sometimes <laughs> wait but also we both did a cleanse kind of in high school because I mean at high, or during high school I feel like phones weren't as addicting yeah but we both went to young life camp which was this Christian camp that I feel like we talked about on the first episode of this but they made us put our phones away for a week for a week? Yeah, the camp was a week long. They came through on the bus with a bag, and they were like, put your phones in here. And I had no idea that was coming, so I was like, are you kidding me? Like, get me out of this place. But it was <laughs> No, 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 but it was the best thing ever. Like, when I got back, mm-hmm. just being on my phone, I was like, nothing, like, I didn't miss anything, and I don't, I don't even, care. I didn't even realize that it was a no-phone week. I don't think I cared about my phone that much then, because it didn't affect me. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to think. It sounds so lame to say I've only gone a day. I feel like I have done other stuff that's, like long periods of time trying not now I really want to go without Let's my phone do it. but for my work I don't think I could do that maybe I could I don't know <laughs> well I also want to talk about YouTube because if you guys didn't know which you probably do if you're listening to this but we are YouTubers slash like especially were YouTubers like we yes. had our big YouTube peak like a few years ago and I'm just curious how you think that changed who you are like if social media in that aspect had a negative impact positive impact if it had any impact on your faith in any way? I don't know. Just give me the whole nine yards. I like that question. Okay, so something I think about a lot is that I'm really glad we're doing this podcast now and talking about our relationship with God, but I really do kind of consider the fact that we had 
especially back in the day when our videos did really well and got good views, that we didn't use that platform to talk about our faith. It kind of is just something I think about, like, is that maybe it's because I wasn't as invested in my relationship with God or maybe I just didn't want to. Like, I'm just not sure. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily ashamed of it, but I just feel a little bit bad sometimes that we made so many stupid pointless videos that could have been used to talk and spread the gospel but at the same time i'm also not the type of person that necessarily believes people posting all about their faith is the best way to evangelize people like that's not something i see that i think is really convincing um but overall i think just getting to know different people and meeting our subscribers and having that connection made me so much more aware of the people in the world and overall that strengthened my relationship with God just meeting people from all different walks of life but do you have any input on this or what do you think I totally agree I think first of all just in general I was like looking into this topic a little bit online and it said um words matter social media is a way to communicate with others the bible may or may not or no the bible may not say a lot about the internet but it does say an awful lot about communication I've seen excellent ways that Christians use their words to bring encouragement and life online, but I also have witnessed Christians within the church use careless, ungodly words. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's just kind of interesting because obviously the Bible isn't like, stay off your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are the commandments? But like, yeah, it does talk a lot about communication. And I do think on our channel, it was a great experience overall for both of us, a great learning experience. And of course, it had its downsides. But I do think that we brought encouragement, which I think is a godly trait and something Mm -hmm. that he wants us to do to like spread love and stuff like that but yeah we didn't explicitly talk about the gospel and I kind of wonder if we should have done that also and do feel kind of bad about that um but yeah I kind of think at the time especially when we were getting a lot of views we were almost like so wrapped up in that and so wrapped up in the numbers which is 100% what always happens with social media and that sucks and that we were just like oh what is clickbaity what's going to get views yeah and we weren't even creating content that we thought had a purpose necessarily we just were creating content that we thought would get views for a period of time yeah it's not that I think we necessarily should have made our videos like um this is why you should be Christian or um that explicit but at the same time I think a lot of back in the day when we were uploading non-stop it was so much of like oh well this isn't gonna perform well so we're not gonna do that but as you were saying I think responding to comments and talking to you guys and being able to form that relationship that is something that is so godly in my eyes just to be able to reach out and meet people and um just form a connection out of people you don't even really know I think that's really cool and I think it also speaks a lot to your character the way you respond to comments and to people Mm -hmm. because on YouTube especially there is so much hate and like yes. I don't know I, I feel like we weren't one of the most hated channels like there were other people that got a lot of backlash oh yeah because we weren't controversial so we didn't get yeah. that sort of backlash but we were just weird so we got like that <laughs> kind of comment but I don't know it just blows my mind how people this I feel like this has happened to numerous YouTubers when people are behind the screen they feel like they can say whatever they have like this mask on they can bully you whatever it may be and then if a YouTuber responds to the comment is like um, I don't know, that's not nice, whatever it is, then the person's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, like, I never thought you would see this, and yeah. it just blows my mind, and I feel like we never let the hate get to, I mean, it, it would be discouraging, but we never would respond to comments rudely and fight fire with fire, we always just kind of let it go, or yeah. would respond kindly, um, 
oh gosh but yeah the comments did did take a toll at times people were a little mean so mean i've always wanted to do i feel like we've i don't know where the comments are now like i'd have to really dig back into our videos but one of those uh reacting to hate comments yes. or going through them because sometimes it's just comical the fact that people say the craziest stuff i know i was also thinking so you know how you said at the time you're not sure like with um in regards to posting videos about faith and stuff like that how you're just not sure if you were invested in faith at that time yeah do you think it's because our focus was so much on youtube because it was like that's all we did we went to school till 11 15 because we had free third and fourth quarter or whatever then we would go film edit go to bed so like yeah. do you think that almost diverted us from our faith or was it just because we hadn't really matured discovered who we were no I don't personally think it was that I think it really was because I wasn't as curious about faith and just God and explore like I hadn't explored that enough I think I'm the type of person who really likes to have a single focus and <laughs> why did I focus. <laughs> not sure what the word was anymore (laughs) um but I just like to have it made me feel like I had a sense of purpose and I agree that I think one reason our channel kind of failed is because we were so obsessed with the success um and I but I don't think that was necessarily what took me away from God I think it just happened to be that I was so caught up in it and my mind was so focused on that but I, I don't think if my mind wasn't focused on that, I would have been, like, pursuing God more, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And I think, too, obviously the numbers were nice and exciting for us to see. We're getting these views. We're getting these subscribers, whatever. But I do think, ultimately, at the end of the day, what really just kept us motivated was the comments from people that would say we made their day or we helped them get through something. Because we'd always respond to people on Instagram and still do if you guys want to talk about anything, but trying to help people go through stuff. And so I am proud of us, honestly, that we did that and that we used our channel as that kind of outlet. But also, I mean, it is inevitable and a bummer that we focus on the numbers so much. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree. It wasn't like all we cared about was how many views a video got. It was more so just who was commenting and that we had so much engagement back in the day and that made, it just made it worth it. So my question for you is, do you think social media has a negative or a positive impact on relationships and or can it have both well that is the question of the century i feel like there's like a billion articles published like social media positive or negative but for relationships um i mean i guess the positive is just having instant connection like not instant connection like wow let's get married but like (laughs) instantaneous ability to reach somebody whether that's through a snapchat or a tweet or whatever but i feel like that's not these deep conversations so it's not really strengthening the friendship that much it's just like something funny to share with somebody but I can definitely think of probably more negative yeah things I think one thing that I thought about a lot is that especially with Instagram so often and I've fallen victim to this too but just like on Instagram just posting things to make your life seem perfect and like really not being vulnerable at all and I'm not saying that, like, I would love for everybody to post all these long, sappy posts about the stuff that they're going through, but I almost just feel like it's so easy to compare to other people on social media when everyone's just pretending their lives are perfect and nothing's wrong and they're living it up when in reality they're just doing all of that for social media. And I just think it's, like, developed this whole weird dynamic and it's hard to build these deep connections with people when everything just seems so fake and superficial and you can't really connect with someone when they're not being vulnerable how do you think that affects your relationship with god even if you 
are the person posting these pictures where you want to look a certain way do you think that affects your relationship with god i think maybe if i'm like looking at other pictures or something it could be like a jealousy thing and obviously jealousy isn't a great godly thing Mm -hmm. and i think maybe it's just like seeing these other people's lives and watching some instagram story going through their day and i'm like wow their day's perfect i had such a sucky day i didn't feel good this morning like you know what i mean just going through all these things in your head when that's probably not the reality of their day and just being jealous of that and thinking about that. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? No, but on your own, as somebody who's posted on Instagram before, do you think yeah. you also have, like, not just putting it on other people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, how do you think you feel when you post something where you want to look a certain way? Like, do you think that's seeking attention or do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Not I to really... call you out, not saying that you do do this, but... Um, just, it's easy to say like, oh, I look at this and get jealous, but do you ever think people, even on our, even on our like Primrose Instagram when we have, or our YouTube, do you think that we've done? I just feel like that's the essence of social media almost. Uh You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the only like easy solution to get out of that is to delete it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just kind of like, that's what it's built upon. And it would just be shocking to me to see somebody posting pictures where they didn't look good like including myself like I I will edit my pictures like I'll choose the picture where I look best and that would just be kind of like against the unspoken Instagram rules to not do that that is a funny thing because I was thinking I mean I guess you could just post things that aren't of yourself but if you are a influencer per se it's like you're not going to post pictures where you look really bad. Yeah, or... and I don't think that's the solution. I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's not necessarily getting away from the cycle. It's just yeah, I mean, it would be interesting. But it's cool, I don't know. Even when people post those photos that is like no makeup, like this is me being raw. It just seems Yeah, that like... seems like it's trying to get attention to you. Yeah. That's why I'm saying there's no solution. I don't know. And it's so hard to Ugh, I don't know. I'm over it. It's it's a lot. <laughs> I think we should talk about some of the passages and verses that we found. Um, I can start with the one that I found in Matthew chapter 6, starting with verse 19. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in, treasures in heaven where neither... Oh my God. <laughs> treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Wow. And I just love that verse. Such a classic verse. And I just think it relates. I feel like we say that about every verse. I know. It's just <laughs> such a classic Such a classic verse. verse. I just, the whole Bible is so classic. <laughs> <laughs> what a classic novel. <laughs> but I think that it's true. Like when we focus so much on social media and our outward appearance, I guess this is how it can negatively impact your relationship with God. You're focusing on these treasures on earth. And of course, I've felt this way. And I'm sure you have too. And everybody has where it's like, you're excited when you get more comments on a picture or more likes and like that's like I said just kind of the nature of social media and that's the addictive quality about it um but yeah it's almost like finding value and finding yeah value in yourself and then treasure on earth whereas we should really just be focusing on God's opinion of us because the other classic verse he focuses on our heart man focuses on the outward appearance that kind of thing yeah um I think about this I love that verse and I think about this a lot in the sense of um 
using, and we talked about this a bit more in the beginning, but using our quiet time not to just go on social media, but instead to actually seek out God's presence. And I think that there's so much, it's so much easier to look for validation or entertainment or um, excitement on your phone than just, you know, sitting in a wall being like, okay, God, give me, give me your presence right now. Um, but I think it's because we don't seek after it and we don't do that. Or maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Maybe you guys do. But um, this one quote that I love, it says, we are so afraid of silence that we chase ourselves from one event to the next in order not to have to spend a moment alone with ourselves, in order not to have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And it's so true, or at least for myself, that I my schedule is usually back to back and I feel like oftentimes when I do have a gap, it's that's me sitting on the couch looking at my phone. And I think that it's so, if we spend this time and actually seek after God, then we'll be able to, as your verse talks about, you know, to have this treasure in our heart and in the Lord instead of in just this quick satisfaction. Um, and a verse that goes off this is 1 Kings 19, 11, and it says, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. And I think, or what I was thinking, maybe you can tell me what you think, but you, do you, or, okay, I'll start with me and then I'll ask you, but do you ever just think like, okay, let me sit in silence because this is time I'm going to have, like, the Lord's about to pass by. I just think that's so cool. Like, he is about to be here. It's normally like, oh, I'm about to be so bored. <laughs> like, I think we've talked about this in church is like, we'll so often miss these moments because we're trying to fill our schedule so back to back and spend any breathing second that we get on our phones instead if it's a break from work or whatnot. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there are moments that God's trying to use you and we could miss these moments if we're just looking down at our phones all day or, you know, just looking down metaphorically and not looking up to what he could be offering us. And before you say your answer, I just want to say really fast, I had this work meeting last week and our CEO was talking about like phone addiction, all that stuff. And he was like, I rarely see someone walk to the bathroom without their phone. And it's like, are you kidding? Like, it's true. I bring my phone to the bathroom all the time. And it's like, we literally cannot go to the bathroom without bringing your phone. Like, are we okay? I know. It's not good. I was thinking about that when I wrote this um, podcast outline. I was literally thinking about going to work with, or like when I'm at work, going to the bathroom every single time and bringing my phone. And why, why do I do that? Like, why is that necessary? Yeah. What are your um, thoughts on the Kings verse? I just think that I don't take enough time to look for God and as you said exactly that um any moment you know we could be passing up the opportunities spent with God and we don't even know that it happened and instead we're just looking for validation and um attention from other things and so I really this podcast is inspiring me a lot just to um not be so glued to my phone and to look for whether it's not necessarily also I don't think it has to be God speaking physical words to you but just in interactions with other people I think God is so present and you could miss that just by being on social media I think so too and I think this is a good segue into our tips section yes but I think um in terms of this 
quiet time away from social media and just with God, it's a discipline for sure. And it's not something that's going to come naturally, especially in this day and age, unless you don't own an iPhone. But if you do, like, you're probably going to be on it a lot because it's so addicting. And in order to actually create these silent moments for us to spend in solitude with God, it has to be a conscious effort, I think. And yeah, that takes discipline. And I don't know the easiest solution to do that, but it's hard. Like even, I know we've talked about this before, but sometimes in the car, I like to pray and it's almost hard for me to like turn off my music for a minute to do that. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, get into the chorus. Like this is the best part. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like turn this off. I can't even just focus on God for, I don't know, two minutes of my morning commute. It's just so frustrating that I had such a hard time doing that. And yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I wish I had I, an answer. Well, I think the very first uh, tip that I wrote down is to discipline yourself to spend time alone. Um, just what you were talking about, which it I guess it seems like not the best tip because it, how how does one do this? That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I think for me personally, one thing I'm going to try to do, number one, is I'm not going to go to the bathroom with my phone this let's week. do that should that be the challenge yeah that's the challenge can other I've... people can you guys relate what if it's like just us and nobody else does this okay there's no way i think i think you guys take your phone to the bathroom so this week no taking your phone to the bathroom and then the other thing is walking outside i remember actually at pepperdine this is one thing i did for a bit is anytime I'd walk to class or be walking outside, I would just say, okay, I'm outside in nature, whatever nature is, LA city, um, to not use my phone while walking between places. So I think that could be another good thing. Something that I'm thinking about is I remember I used to live in this apartment complex and they had a gym connected like quarter mile away or something. So I'd work out and then I'd walk back and on my walk back, I would listen to a walking meditation, which they had. And in the meditation, I loved it, but it would be like, take in three sensory things so like notice something with your eyes like take in the scent and it's just hilarious to me like I didn't even think about that until you said this but like that I need something to guide me like can't I just do that on my own it's like if I don't have this meditation app or whatever running then I can't just be in silence and go about these observations by myself and that's so sad and Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm so mad. Like, I really just don't want to use my phone this week. I know. I'm sick of it. I'm so inspired now. I know. I thought we were going to, like, have half positive, half negatives to say about it. And, of course, there's good stuff about technology and social media and all that. But, like, overall, I don't know. For faith and relationships, I don't think it's too great. Yeah. Other than our podcast, which uh, is... No. Is that social media? I don't know. I guess uh, so. Spotify. Yeah. Do you follow any, like social media accounts or Instagram accounts or whatever it may be that you find inspiring yes. maybe from a Christian person. I absolutely do. You guys should all follow Timothy Keller. He has a lot of great books that I love, but his Instagram always just has, it's not pictures of himself or anything. It's just text verses, or maybe he has some pics of his family and stuff, but the text verses are always so good. And I... This is, isn't sponsored, so sponsored go. Sponsored by Timothy <laughs> Keller. <laughs> Where's it? Who is he? He's an author? Yes. Okay. I follow Bob Goff, who's also an author on Twitter. Yeah. Love that guy. He's just, like, all about embracing everybody. Did you know he has a new book? Yes. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's, like, a plan, right? Like, some sort of... Oh, I didn't know that part of it. Or, I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he is just such a... I don't know. Such an encouraging guy. Such a light, yeah. So positive. I love him. So he's great to follow on Twitter. And speaking of plans, this is another tip I had, is that 
I recently have been following a Bible plan, and I guess this is a way to uh, discipline yourself to spend that time with God, but it's like a weekly plan for reading the Bible. It has a little bit from the Old Testament each day, a little bit from the New Testament, and then some psalm or some excerpt from a psalm. Have and you been sticking with it? Not to put you on the spot. All right, Miss Hilda, don't call me out here. I did, okay, so I did it for the full solid week, and then last week I think I did a few days of it, and then I got off of it, so this week I'm going to try and finish up what I missed and then... Oh, good. Do, I, yeah, it, it's it's hard. I just, like, I hate doing it in the morning because I wish I did, but, like, I hate waking up early for work, and it's, like, I wake up at 8, get ready, and basically do my makeup in the car. Yeah, I'm But out. I do want to cut out that time, and then at night I'm so tired, so it's, like, it's just so hard for me to prioritize that, which should be my number one priority, so I'm going to work on that. You could always sure. do to, um... I don't know, I guess during your lunch break you're with people, but um, just a little bit of time when you first get to work, I don't think that's true. that'd be bad. Yeah, it's just, it'd be so nice to have that be the initial thing I do during my day. And it's a matter of setting my alarm for, what, eight minutes earlier? Like, I think that's doable. Yeah. But I think it's just as soon as I get in the pattern of things, they say 21 days for a habit or whatever. So, oh, you know, yeah. we'll try it for 21 days. See what happens. Do you have any other tips or advice or anything? Um, I think that's it for the podcast. Just definitely do the challenge, guys, and let us know how how lonely the bathroom is. I know. <laughs> also, we were thinking, I don't know if this is too ambitious, but anytime you open the Instagram app, then like follow that up by opening the Bible app and reading a little bit because I feel like we don't recognize how often, oh my gosh, my finger just cracked but how often often we open that you know it's it's crazy yeah, if you actually have to put a number on it how many times your finger taps instagram then i think you're gonna have to be reading the bible you'll a lot, be done with the is... bible by next month <laughs> exactly yeah well we love you guys so much thanks for listening to our rambly episode on social media let us know your thoughts message us on insta and please rate our podcast five stars because we love rating and we love social media (laughs) just kidding rate it whatever you want we don't care okay well thanks for listening guys love you love you guys bye bye